On today's episode, Nick Cage does another weird accent. I talk about raising Arizona. Hello, welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all films of media, analyzes it, and dissects it. Rather, it be movies and television. And we are still continuing our theme of 80s movies for the year of 2023. I am your host, John, and today I am talking about probably a movie that I think is very underrated and is not really mentioned a lot with these legendary directors. I'm, of course, going to be talking about the 1987 American crime comedy movie, Raising Arizona, directed by Joel Cohen of the Cohen Brothers, produced by Ethan, and as normally with all their projects, both both wrote the screenplay for this movie. This movie stars Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter, while also including Trey Wilson, William Forsythe, John Goodman, Francis McDoran, Sam McCurry, and Randall Tex Cobb, uh, the former martial artist. And basically, this movie is about a childless couple of, of an ex-con and ex-cop decide to help themselves to another family's quintuplets. And because they do this, their lives become more complicated than they ever can anticipate. Now, the first time I heard about this movie was very, very long ago. Um, I think I was in my teens, and this was around the time when VH1 was still doing that I Love the 80s um, show. And I saw, like, they were talking about this movie, and I was very interested um, in this movie. But I didn't see it till years later when it was in my college library, and I checked it out. I went home and watched it. I, I, I'm a huge Coen Brothers fan. I'm always going to be a huge Coen Brothers fan. I think this movie is kind of forgotten. I don't know if it's because it's the second movie they ever did. Uh, the first movie they ever did before this was Blood Simple, which is a very dark and very intense thriller, which I'm going to recommend that right now. If you have a chance to watch that, please do. But this movie just kind of gets forgotten. I don't know if it's because it's a Nick Cage movie. I don't know if it's because the it feels like an episode of Hee Haw if you threw in meth, basically. Um... But, you know, this is a comedy, and you get that Coen Brothers comedy feeling when I, when you watch it. Kind of like the same thing, like, you know it's a Coen Brothers movie when you watch Fargo or The Big Lebowski or even Oh Brother Where Art Thou. You get that same type of feeling. You know what you're going to be in for. And with this movie, you kind of do. Uh, Nick Cage does another crazy accent. Uh, I tried to do it before I got on this. I know I can do the put the bunny back in the box accent and it's kind of along the same reign of that but less deep um holly hunter is in this and holly hunter is amazing in this uh, honestly the cast is really good um throughout and it's such a small cast of characters as well like it's very easy to keep up with what's going on with the story I mean, um, Nick Cage and Holly Hunter's character kidnap this baby because they can't have one of their own and they felt like they need to have, they want to have one and need it. And they think, well, you know, they got all the other quintuplets. They're not going to miss one. And, you know, you sort of like see them like going through the navigations through the other people that surround themselves of, okay, you have a kid. Now you got to do this. Now you got to do this. Now you got to do this. Now you got to prepare for this and so on and so forth. So, and whatever that it does kind of freak Nick Cage out a little bit, and possibly Holly Hunter as well. 
Then you have the two ex-cons, William Forsythe and John Goodman's character, who are just have the same attitude as if we're just going to do whatever makes us happy. We're just going to do whatever we can. If we want to go rob a bank, I'm going to go rob a bank. And then you have Randall Tex Cobb playing Leonard Smalls. I personally want to see more of this character. I would love to see like a movie all about how Leonard Smalls becomes Leonard Smalls because it's just this insane character. He looks like something out of Mad Max. He even has like these worn out baby shoes that he even has around his belt. And it's and even the baby shoes just look intimidating. It just looks scary. It looks frightening. And I don't know if it's just because of the character himself or just like the overall theme that he, he he's this bad dude who doesn't want to be messed with. But you get that feeling when you look at this guy. Now, you know, the, the, the movie kind of does have a little... Um, this is what we all kind of learned today message at the very end. You know, I mean, it does have that. And honestly, everything about this movie is shot and done very well. The cinematography, the uh, landscapes as well for the Arizona setting. Even when Nick Cage is like going <laughs> into a convenience store and he doesn't have the money for a Huggies, he just put pantyhose on his head. And he's like, all right, I'm, I'm taking these Huggies and whatever you got in the cash register. I mean, it's just a funny scene. Even when he like... Even when Holly Hunter sees him robbing the thing and she gets mad and leaves him there at the crime scene, you get this ridiculous car chase with Nick Cage chasing Holly Hunter and then the cops chasing Nick Cage in this car. And when Nick Cage steals the car and the guy sees him with pantyhose on his head, he goes, you got hose on your head. It's, it's funny. Like I have a great, I really do have a great time watching this movie. And I really do forget within the wonderful filmography of the Coen brothers, this movie does get forgotten because it is an early one. And I feel like it's it's good for a rewatch. Like, uh, I haven't seen this movie since college. I'm, I fell in love with it all over again. There's a reason why I have it in my collection. There's a reason why I love watching it. Um, this movie is just like, it's, it's a cool an hour and a half long. There's no insane plot twists no insane foreshadowing of a sequel like nothing it's just a small little dumb movie that i do enjoy and honestly i would put this up there with a the big lebowski as one of my personal favorite coen brothers films i do think the script the script is done very well and you could tell that it's shot really well and the characters act really well with the coen brothers as well with their direction and again i can't really I don't give enough credit, but I think the the locations, the film, the cinematography, the 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 like shot everything where they shot everything is done very well, and it's almost like a weird sort of twisted, beautiful scenery. If I think that would be the best way to describe it, but at the same time, there's not really a whole lot I can really go on because this movie is straight to the point. It's very blunt. You have Nick Cage doing crazy accents. You have Holly Hunter in one of her first big roles. John Goodman ha having fun being John Goodman. And then Randall Tex Cobb was kind of surprised me about how much I really love that character and how much I would really love to see more. Um, 
And plus, this movie is very highly regarded. It is number 31 on the American Film Institute's 100 Years, 100 Laughs list. And Bravo put it as 45 on 100 Funniest Movies. I mean, this movie, like I said, I feel like it needs to come back in some way. I feel like people need to talk more about it. Because in my personal opinion, with this movie, it feels like a living, breathing Looney Tunes cartoon. And I loved every minute of it. Overall, I am going to recommend this movie. It's just fun. It's it's short. You have really good characters and a really good cast that know what they're doing. And they're having fun playing these characters. I would love a return to this world. I would love a, re- a sequel. I would love a movie about Leonard Smalls. I think there's more to this than what people give it credit for. If The Big Lebowski can have a sequel about, Hayes, uh, about Jesus... Which I have not seen, but I heard it's not great. I feel like Raising Arizona could get somewhat of a sequel in some way, fashion, form. And then, as always, the Coen brothers are just really good at what they do. I have not seen a Coen brothers movie I hated or did not like. There are some where I'm questionable, but I always have a good time watching a Coen brothers movie. Uh, But... Yeah, totally recommend this movie, and I think people should see it, or at least check it out in some way or another. Even if it's just a rewatch, I still think you'll have a great time watching it. Now, as always, when I try to do my research, I try to always find a review from the late, great Gene Siskel or Roger Ebert. Today, I have one from Gene Siskel. All right, let me just... All right, so Gene Siskel said the film was as good-looking as it is funny and that despite some slow patches, he recommended the film, giving it a thumbs up. I agree. I agree 100%, as always. But that is going to be my review of Raising Arizona. As always, if you would like to get in contact with us, please send us an email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at flixologypodcast. And as always, please like, please subscribe, please leave a review. It's how we, and please spread the show word of mouth. That's how we get it out there. Now join me as I'm going to end the month of March with going back to a Tom Hanks classic. I'm going to talk about his biggest movie that made him a star, Big. I cannot wait to watch it. I have never seen this movie before, and I have a feeling... I, I, I think it could go either way. I know it's a big movie in his career. i just never seen it. But until next week with Big, this is the Flixology Podcast. I'm your host, John. Take it easy. <laughs>